Right here waiting on you, dude. Waiting on me. Yeah. Send me a message. I'm already recording. Uh, no, I sent the group a message. That's for Ralph. Sure. Well, did you or Jake ever try that uh, online multiplayer game with Resident Evil? No, because he doesn't have Xbox Live. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, so he couldn't even play that, which uh, sucks because it would have been giving you something to do. Did you try it? Yeah, it's okay. It reminds me a little bit of, uh, I don't remember, in Left 4 Dead, is it four on one? Or are they four on four games? Four on four. So it's more like Dead by Daylight, right? But in like a little, team setting way, yeah. I guess, yes. But numbers. Like if you're if you're the one, you're the bad guy, and you can basically uh like lay out all these like specialty zombies and like booby traps and shit. Mm-hmm. And then I guess there's a way that you can even take control of the specialty zombies. Yeah. And just like brutally beat the shit. Out of the other, uh, out of the survivors, similar to like how you could be like the tank or the whatever those other ones were in Left 4 Dead. Right, right. Uh, the boomer, the smoker. Yeah. The whatever the other ones were. Hunter. That was the that was the shit right there. The hunter. Yeah, that was the jumper one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that's cool. So, is it fun then? Okay. I mean. If you just randomly join like a quick match, you don't get to pick which survivor character you're playing as. And like oh. the shitty like XP reward system in that game is really fucked. Like you you just automatically get picked as one of the six survivors who each have their own special skill similar to that by daylight and then you yeah. only earn XP for whichever character you were assigned to play as. Which oh, is really okay. fucking lame. Yeah, I hate that about Dead by Daylight, too. You just gotta pick one and hope it's the right one, I guess. You can, like, set up, like, a private match and play with friends, and you can actually, like, go through and pick who each character gets to be. Uh, dude, who has four know. friends? I, I, think they, I think they said that you earn less XP doing it that way, but oh, you at least earn it for the character you're trying to, like, improve with. Yeah, but I guess it doesn't matter if you have to just randomly do them. That's, that's, that sucks. Well, what did you think about the main game? then i haven't played it yet oh really playing the shitty multiplayer one okay you you didn't you didn't get into the main game first not at all no why because this one was a multiplayer <laughs> who, who do you got to play with random six characters who are nothing to the game oh i mean like who who online you're telling me you've got three friends? No, I've been playing with random people every time. Oh, okay. I don't have three friends. Off, <laughs> right. That's it. It's hard. Yeah, we, we couldn't even do this. <laughs> <laughs> the only people I talk to here. The only conversations I have, I put on the internet for everyone to hear. Yeah. It's weird. That's healthy. Yeah, I think it must be. Hello. Oh, hey, there he is. Speaking of... People we talk to on the internet. How's it going, Ralph? Ah, oh, same old, same old. That's good. I finally have a computer. I bought, uh, my buddy Nick had a computer that had, like, a i7 in it, and, like, uh, everything's really dope in it, except for the graphics card, so he got it from, like, his brother-in-law had a bunch of computers lying around in an office setting, 
and uh, he sold it for me for like 200 bucks. So all I have to do is upgrade Sweet. the GPU. Nice. Oh, and I need a bigger motherboard, but whatever, that's fine. All right, so we're talking about, uh, just so I remember correctly, you saw Avengers, the fir- the sixth episode, right? Sixth and seventh, yeah. I've seen them all, so I remember all of them. Um, and right. then what what were, else were we talking about? Uh, I'm guessing you, you didn't read any of these books this week. Well, I probably did. I just don't remember which ones. We had Gideon Falls, Volume 2, Scooby Apocalypse, Volume 2, and I did Josie Scooby and the Apocalypse, Pussycats in Space. And I did half of Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> well, okay. Well, are you busy? <laughs> because I, Well, okay, so I was really involved with this computer by accident. All right. It, it got away from me by accident. But I can, I got this. I got this. Because I have a synopsis about Josie and the Pussycats in space. So two out of, one out of two ain't bad. Or one out of three ain't bad. I just, when it comes to the gravity one, I'm not going to be able to talk. <laughs> one, one out of three, huh? If this was baseball, yeah. that'd be good, but. <laughs> Usually I'm on top of it. Usually I get them all, but. That computer just like blindsided me. Off week. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a record low for the show. I think actually. <laughs> no, nothing will ever be. E- it's not bad. Nothing will ever be E three episode. E three episode was the record low. <laughs> no one watched anything. <laughs> no, I, we watched what we cared about. We've been over this. Oh my god! Yeah, I watched it all there with you. I wanted to see your reaction. That's why I was what I was waiting for. Mm. The reaction video. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's okay, you know. I'm, I'm good at, I'm good at filler too. I can fill you guys up with some pizzazz and side jokes. So, we got this. We'll make it work. It'll make it seem like I watched it. I'll tell you that much. I will totally be, or seem like I was all about that one that I didn't watch. The Gravity. No, one. yeah, yeah. Just like me on E3. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be all involved. You guys will never know. I did not not watch it. Right on this episode. Unless you're recording now, then that's you know. I've been recording since before you came in here. So oh well, well fantastic. Oh good. Well, save that for the all blooper right. reel, I guess. He's just joking. Yeah, just kidding. Ready to get this train on the tracks? Oh yeah, yeah. All aboard! Hell yeah! Hold on, let me grab water from my mini fridge real quick. Okay, well, <laughs> the whistle has sounded. The whistle is sounding. Okay. That's a, we have endless whistles. Yeah, yeah, we have lots of whistles. Where he's got damn makeup in the fridge. One time I tried to grab some. I had this, like, water, this flavored water in there, because I'm really into flavored waters now. And it was late at night, and I almost drank one of Mary's, like, snail secretion things by accident. Oh, what the fuck? If I would have drank snail jizz. Tell me about so, this thing. women are really into this snail secretion product, and it's just like, it's like snail jizz. And it's expensive. And you put it on your face and it makes your face amazing. And apparently the process, no snails are harmed Wait, it's like, in the it's process. Like a beauty product thing? Yeah, it's the shit that's the fridge? You can. It's the shit that snails like excrete when they move. That's disgusting. It works. Does it? What's it do? I uh, it's supposed to be makes you makes takes, money. Puts, puts the youth on your face. Okay. Turns you into seventeen-year-old Donnie. Oh, really? Wait, how old does Mary look now? To save my life, I'm going to say nineteen, fifteen. Smart. There you go. Right. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> That's right. Uh huh. 
I know my That's place. That's all you got to so. say. Yeah. Okay. I'm right, ready. Let's, um, let's get the snail right, trail on the, on, the, on the tracks here then. Word, word, word. Welcome hey, everybody. The I have Black Tongues Comics. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Ralph. And I'm Donnie. Today, we are talking about Gideon Falls, Volume 2. We're talking about... An excellent read. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thanks. Scooby Apocalypse, Volume 2. And Josie and the Pussycats in Space. And then also, we're going to talk about uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Episodes 5 and 6, or... Six or no, six and seven, and I guess just whatever. But I watched six and seven, so that's what we're doing today. Ralph did most of these things, or not no, most, some worry. of them, some of these things. <laughs> if it was a pie, there'd be a piece of the pie left, is what we're gonna say. A little sliver. <laughs> well, missing pie pieces sounds like a mystery. So let's start with Scooby Apocalypse. That's a fucking transition right there. Now. I've read them all cohesively in a two-hour ordeal, so I don't know where part two necessarily begins. Where does part one end for you guys? Because I did all in one, si- one sitting. Part one ended... I think it ended... Oh, the, f- the Walmart? So that's where this one started, right? I think they were in there for a while, and I think part mm-hmm. one ended with the first time you see Scrappy-Doo. Okay. So the first time you meet Scrappy and his pack of wolves and that yeah. kid with the one arm. That's the end of this one. That's the very end of this one. Okay. Yeah. Now, I will this say... It opens up with them in a Walmart, and they see they're still surrounded by monsters, and they have to create a diversion to try to flee so they're not stuck in the mall eating beefaroni. Yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah, the beefaroni thing was where we started. God, that's real hell, being stuck with nothing but beefaroni. That would get old so fast. Yeah, is it that bad though? I think it might be good. Well, let's put it this way: it's like uh, during the apocalypse lately, during our virus apocalypse. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of cans of spaghettios, but all the ones with meatballs are hoarded. Ah, fuckers. Yeah, like it's like that basically. (laughs) It's like what the fuck, America? This is a relatable book, avoiding monsters and stuff like that. Both of them. I mean, not the Josie and the Pussycats in space, but the other two both were very relatable. Given the current situation. Yeah, the other one had like face masks I mean, and face shit. Mask. That, yeah, face yeah. masked the shit out of that book. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, these well, are very you know, relatable. I, I want to say, and nobody ever brings this up because nobody ever gives my man credit, but the original Scooby-Doo was indeed Jabberjaw. And everything else after that, I feel like, was a cheap imitation. But did Jabberjaw get a comic book series? He did not. But okay. I'm He's pretty sure he was there first be like a jaws thing but it's like funny it was yeah. like sharks to shark scooby is basically yeah. there's a ska music band a ska music song about how jabberjaw gets no respect at all that i will share with you guys later just so you can listen to it all right nobody likes ska but it's still relevant to what i'm talking about but yeah no it was a good it was good uh part two was really dope uh i like scrappy do a lot and it's funny because scrappy do Throughout the years, especially if you're a real Scooby-Doo fan, he is the shark jump 
portion of Scooby-Doo, people do not like Scrappy. He's very annoying. Even uh, back in the old movies, they would make fun of the fact that he was a thing, or when they did the Scooby-Doo Blair Witch Project. It was the joke. The big joke was that Scrappy was around and it was the scariest thing ever because Scrappy-Doo was just that mistake that was not supposed to be there. It's like adding a... If you remember The Simpsons, when they when Homer was Poochie from Itchy and Scratchy, it's like that type deal. Um, yeah, but cartoon it, little guys. We we went over uh, a lot of these points, oh yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. Everyone hated him, except Dave. Yeah. I like and him. And you. Yeah. Well, in this, I like him because it's like his redemption arc. He's a badass. He's like a Vegeta, a, a Vegeta version of a dog. He's like the tough guy. The tough guy, you know, main character type deal. And I... I wish they would have did that a long time ago, because the scrappy dude you usually get is just this small puppy that pretends to be tough, but it's just really annoying voice. And this one, it's sweet. You imagine he's like a badass. When we read this last time, the first time we saw scrappy do, had a theory that he was we were going to have Scrappy meet the other people, and uh, we were going to see that he was actually super tiny, and they were just making him look big when they introduced him. But now that he's sitting next to like a, a little boy, I don't think that's the case. I think he's... You know, he's not towering or anything, but he's definitely not super tiny. So he's not as much of a little guy in this one. What was that yeah. book that we read where they uh, cloned Wolverine and the Hulk and they gave his pow- both their powers to that oh, random God. shitty guy? Was that called Hulk Vereens? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hulk so, Vereen, yeah. Like, they turned Scrappy Doo into a Hulk Vereen, basically, at some point. Yeah, this. pretty much. He's got, he's got like, super long claw hands and he's just like ripping apart these fucking monsters that are supposed to be terrifying and badass like they're yeah. fucking nothing and yeah, it's funny like because that. him and scooby-doo have like weird beef like uh if i remember correctly he is jealous of scooby because like he blames scooby because scooby was the first patient and he failed so because of that that are going round up more dogs and scrappy-doo was in that second batch so he blames everything that happened to him and like that pack of dogs that follow him on Scooby Doo's On Scooby Doo, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's bloodthirsty to get revenge. And can I give kudos to Scooby Doo? He's a badass in this too, actually. He's tearing up monsters left and right for just being like some clumsy ass Great Dane. Really, the comic's just done very well. It is. I mean, I, I think that part is. But I think they're just sitting around having philosophical debates way too fucking much, and it was boring me. The fucking crazy yeah it, it, it's really yeah. taking a while to get going oh, god it's like just fucking do something already what are we doing well, well i mean uh, i mean what do we ever do in virus times it's just this you know what i mean like this is a perfect example i mean you know uh, the only difference is, is there's no monsters waiting outside but we're still stuck in the house and we we have to talk about dumb shit you know what i mean like it's realistic to the the feeling i guess technically it's like on the walking dead when they have like 20 episodes a season and then like midway through it there's like four or five in a row that are just filler episodes that don't like progress the storyline at all that's that's basically what they're doing in this we like, gotta have downtime it's too much downtime <laughs> downtime i don't need to read that you can skip that i like i don't need to see like when they go and shower and shit like that yeah. just immediately get back to fighting monsters and like being badasses that's all i want and this apocalypse that they're in, they have all kinds of like monsters and shit that they could be doing something fun with. Like our apocalypse now, we don't have shit. We just have to like stay inside. You can't see anything. There's no monsters out there, you know, no destruction. Yeah. It should be more interesting having a plague of monsters. 
Solve some yeah, mysteries, I mean, goddammit. I mean, like, they could capture some and, like, try to tie them down and let Velma do, like, all sorts of, like, shitty, like, grotesque, like, experiments on them and stuff. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that could be exciting for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that would definitely fill, that would fill entertainment up a little bit there. That would be, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Have more Scrappy-Doo killing dogs. Uh, regular dogs. That was pretty dark. No, that was that was the saddest panel. That was pretty sad. I've ever fucking read in my goddamn life, dude. Yeah, I didn't Holy like that. Shit. What a dick. That was the darkest fucking panel of anything. But it's like the John Wick effect. Now we know that Scrappy Doo is a huge bad guy. And but even though it was that was a a little different. That was more like he was euthanizing those starving but, puppies. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. just like a kennel of like three or four emaciated and dead puppies that starved yeah. to death. There's one that's still like hanging in there, and he's like, "Oh, you're a fighter too, just like me." And then he's like, "I I could save you and like bring you along, but then I'd have to uh, care for you and feed you, and food is already scarce." And so it like doesn't show him actually like physically snuff him out, but oh yeah, man, you just see the snap, that's fucking oh, onomatopoeia or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. Yeah, I mean, poor puppies. At least at least he was rational about it. As sad as it was, <laughs> that's true. He's just using the dogs as shields at some point in time after he tires out. He's saying that in that entire issue where, like, they show him at the pet store. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind taking that little puppy along and just, like, feeding him breadcrumbs, whatever the fuck you have laying around and can find, build build up his strength, teach him to survive, so then he can become one of your killers as well. I mean, who cares? He's your sacrificial lamb that you can just immediately spread out and, like, have get eaten by the monsters to the rest of your crew can uh, fuck him up from, like, attacking on the sides and shit, you know? Like, if, if that's all his plan is with the rest of the pack of dogs that he has, is to just sacrifice them when he needs to, why the fuck would you not collect as many allies as humanly possible Well, he claims you make the sacrifice, you have a larger army at your will? Well, he claims the pack was his family, but I don't know about that. You know, he didn't act like very family to me. So he's, he's specifically saying, I'm going to sacrifice them when I need to. Well, I was, so I was he talking, well, oh, well, well I, right from the get go. I'm, I'm mistaken. I'm sorry. I was talking about the little kid and the little kid's perception of Scrappy and the. I, my bad. So, so let me there's ask. two different. There, there's two different little Scrappy stories. Like the one with mm. the kid is the very last thing we see in this book. This one happens like between like issues three and four, maybe. Oh, the first okay. Time we see Scrappy in this one is just I him see. at the pet shop murdering the other dog, and then that's when it leaves off. And then he decides to keep the kid as a pet, too, which kind of contradicts what he did with the dogs in the first place, you know? Well, that's when he gets the heart. That's when he gains uh, the ability to love, is when he sees this this little kid fucking around. No, I don't... There's nothing, like, lovingly about that. That that was fucking creepy. He was gonna kill the shit, or sacrifice the shit, or just eat the shit out of this kid. Like, there's nothing, like, genuine or kind about it. He's gonna kill, eat, and fuck that kid. Yeah. Well... He's here. I mean, the kid's still there. Yeah, we'll see in the next issue what what goes on with this kid. Probably some kind of (laughs) rape. Because he was talking about how if there were any, like, bunnies in that pet shop, he was going to just get them and, like, cook them all up for the rest of the wool or rest of the dogs. So I want to see him just destroy the shit and just eat this kid alive. That's what I'm ready for. So I've actually finished the whole thing because I was super invested. I'm not going to say anything, but I... I agree. It would be dope to see some craziness. How many how many volumes are there in this thing in total? I don't know. I read it. There was a, I had a it was a setup where somebody just like power read the whole thing for like three hours. 
and oh, I God. just sat there for three hours and listened to the whole entire thing. Damn. Yeah, I was really, really into it. I mean, the only interesting issue I thought there was in this one was the one where Velma was having a dream, which kind of pissed me off that it was a dream. I mean, it was really jarring how they got there, so I mean, it makes sense. But that's the only issue where anything happened, where Velma becomes Queen of the Monsters and uh, you know does like her heel turn or whatever. That was the most interesting thing, and it was just I mean, meant nothing. Well, all right. So, is Velma actually like cursed, like werewolf style, by this thing? Because like she runs away because she like started to turn into one of them. Was that just the dream, or did that? I think that was the dream. Well, no, I think she ran away because she found evidence that it was her fault that this happened. Yeah, it was her. her fault. So I think she feared repercussions from Daphne, and that's why she ran. Which is weird because not earlier, she was saying Daphne was slowly starting to get along with her, and then she's like afraid that Daphne's going to shoot her in the face. I'm like, which one is it? Well, she ra- she ran away because she was embarrassed that she didn't realize that like it was all her fault, and she didn't want to betray the trust of like her new friends, right? I guess, I thought, yeah. I thought at some point in time she like was ran outside and she went to the hills and she turned into one, didn't she? Am I making that up? I don't think that happened. I don't remember. Yeah, that. I don't think that happened. Oh no. Okay, never mind. She just wore like a sexy outfit in her dream, and that was it. I do like Rufus. I think that dude deserves a round of applause. Her brother. Oh, Rufus. Yeah, like, that guy's pretty cool. Oh, this dude reminds me so much of myself, like a younger me. <laughs> Delusions of grandeur and his like God complex. Like he goes, he's like talking to his wife, and he's like, "Oh, we've got a horde of these monsters outside the uh, balcony again. Maybe I should go out them and give them a speech, like a rally and like pep talk." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, this guy is awesome." Well, they they if I'm correct, they start building a thing outside that kind of looks like him, don't they? There's like a I don't know what that was. I think that was like. Someone else had like attached severed parts of the of the monsters to a wall or something to like scare people off. It looks like, like some like, kind of human effects. effigy. Oh yeah, I'm not sure what that was either. That just seemed like uh, I thought they were just like worshiping him. I I feel like or something. Well, if you don't know what it is, I guess they never really address it then. Because I mean, just where we're at now, well, I, still have I, no idea I know where it is, but I have to talk. I have to talk in current time, so. Okay. I'm just yeah. asking questions. Yeah. yeah I'm, I mean, keeping, I'm keeping the, the Walking Dead when uh or the Fear of the Walking Dead, I think it was, when they like made that zombie tree and the zombie yeah. uh fence thing. It reminds me of yeah. that, just to use as like a defense mechanism, scare other people away. Right. He, he's saying that that's like the most secure building in all of Seattle. And he's just hanging out out there like just sniping at the monsters. So I don't think they'd be they're clearly not fans of his because he's a cunty asshole well yeah he just like tries to pick them off one by one so I, I think it was someone else or maybe he hired people to like build this thing as like a, a wall to scare people away according i mean according to his mind and his religious creator they love him so who knows i don't know i don't know if it's if it's true i mean you know we'll find out if he is actually correct and they're like because the monsters have sentience i mean we know this much so I don't know if they could tell he's the one that like was responsible and they're all about it. Because they could have came in and killed him a long time ago, I feel like. The security's not that strong. They can't work elevators. Or no, really? they did say that they have some kind of like camera system that shows anyone who's infected by it. 
The only reason like Velma and them got up to the plant or whatever floor they were on was because none of them have been infected by the monster virus. Yeah, their defense system is supposedly kills the monsters and uh, not regular people. Oh. So that's what was going on with that. Okay. I also like how Rufus is, you know, he's super narcissistic and his wife comes up like, you know, telling him something and he doesn't want to listen. So he's like, go, go read my memoirs again, bitch. And then punches her in the face. Yeah, he, he <laughs> that is pretty cool. Her ambient. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's <laughs> like, he's like, you're too yeah. worked up. Go take your sleeping pills. And she's like, I don't want to. He's like, I said, take your pills. I'm like, oh god. Oh, married life. Like, right, Rob. So, so he's also trying to like <laughs> help him out and tell him that he's just murdered like all these doctors and researchers, and he's like refusing to hear anything but what he wants to hear. Mm-hmm. He I like murdered he the one doctor tied up to a chair. <laughs> he's tied up to a chair, so he cannot use his hands whatsoever. He's just got a laptop that's opened to whatever, like, one same page, clearly, since this guy can't do anything to research or, like, look up stuff on the internet. And he's, like, demanding that this guy solve this problem for him of the monster virus. And the guy can't do it because, clearly, his arms are tied. He can't fucking look at shit or figure shit out or do any, like, math or whatever. And he just murders him right then and there just because he can't do it without realizing like why he can't do it. Yeah. I, I like that too. I like, I, you know, I like all the uh, side stories, like anything that was when we were following Shaggy or when we we're following Rufus, I'd much rather read those stories than just watching the main five sit around having their uh, philosophy debates, which was Loma unfortunate. Did drive mystery mobile though. Or oh yeah. That part was cool like, too. That was cool. She was being chased by monsters driving Mad Max cars. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, they, that uh, was cool. They just opened the top of that thing like a fucking can of tuna. I was like, God damn. They just ripped the top right off the mystery machine. I was like, she is going to die. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like the weird hospital that was sent to you as well. Well, well it was weird because, like, so they, she sees that doctor, and the doctor, that doctor zombie is, like, saying, you don't understand, pain is something something rather Philosophy. and uh yeah it's like something stupid like that and then the whole his i don't know if it was his ability to make the whole hospital change that was like a power that dr zombie had or what the hell the room changing was about i don't like that they never really get into it but i kind of like how they get out of there and they're just like oh well fuck that let's get away from this thing that's kind of realistic like that's what i would do it's like all right i don't give a shit what what the answer is i'm getting the fuck out of here yeah yeah i don't need answers <laughs> yeah so i like how they did that but i also want to know like what the fuck's going on at that hospital yeah like As what's this dude deal like and yeah. i'll tell you guys that's that's probably the first you know i'm not going to give anything away cuz we got a long time with this but that's not the first time you'll see a zombie of, I'm assuming it's a zombie of higher rank with some abilities. So I just wanted to know if that was his like thing, like just to make the hospital all wonky. I don't know, but I guess we'll find out later what's going on. You'll meet some uh, other strong zombies. So right, monsters. Ah, monsters as shady calls. I mean, the one guy that when they first met was like a kind of a vampire, right? What was that that thing's deal? It reminded me of a vampire, at least. I think it's just whatever monster, you know, it's Scooby-Doo monsters. Yeah. You know, Scooby-Doo, thing. yeah. Yeah, it could mm-hmm. be anything. They're all going to be some old man in a mask at the very end of this. Oh, yeah. He's like, I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you kids and that pup of yours. 
Oh yeah, I hope we get that line at some point. <laughs> Last thing I I hope for in the series is a uh, Ultra Instinct Shaggy. I'm hoping we see that by the end of the series. No sign of it yet, though. He hasn't hinted at his full power. Oh, Ralph, <laughs> does it happen? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Do we get Do we get Ultra Instinct Shaggy? God damn know. it! All right. Do you guys have any more notes about this? I think that's all I had. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, overall, what did you guys think of it? Did you enjoy the second part of it? Or I know you guys had issues with the philosophizing, but I mean, what did you think of it as a whole? Oh, well, you know, I, I like some parts, but overall, I think it was kind of a boring read. Okay. I mean, it's yeah, like you said, it's got some good stuff in it, but it's got some really like boring, just filler shit. Uh, it, needs, it definitely needs to work on its pacing, I think. I mean, yeah, yeah it's fine enough read. It's the coolest Scooby-Doo related thing I've ever seen or read. Yeah, I still love the idea. You know, I always talk to you guys a little bit before about, like, no original ideas in L.A. And, you know, a lot of things are coming up, especially superhero-wise. Like, we have Girl Thor coming out and things like that. You know, neckbeards have issues with that. Because there's in their community, there's a lot of sexism sometimes. And, you know, my buddy's like, well, if they don't like Girl Thor, then why don't they make their own original superhero character that is a girl or gay? And I, and I tried to explain to him, I'm like, because it is impossible without legacy handling to make money off an original hero idea. That's why you have Black Spider-Man. And that's why you have, like, different different styles of Thor and different... because. It's easier to make money off a legacy idea. Do you guys agree with that or disagree? It's true. It's not a, it's a, that's a fact. Okay. Well, now let me ask you this going into this, the Scooby-Doo idea, it's pretty original. It's pretty decent. Could you see this being a legitimized movie? No. If done correctly. No. Not like a feature length thing. No. Children. I don't think they would like, they've done like Scooby-Doo versus like monsters before. Or like Halloween releases, but I mean, this is a children's team. I don't think they would bother like transitioning to make like a, a teenage or like young adult like themed movie featuring these characters, no matter I mean, how I'll, well this does. The anti rated R Scooby Doo movie that could do. I it's, I smell potential. I see the dollar signs. I could see maybe an animated thing, uh, like straight to DVD, but I don't think it would be anything huge. Okay, okay. I don't think it would be like aired on TV or anything like that. That's fine. Just getting a, getting a general consensus on opinions. Especially I wanted Dave's opinion just because you know Dave is the guru of uh, of comics. So with that, I assume he knows what makes, what attracts the average comic book collector. I just think that because this is like a children's property, basically, I don't think they would bother messing with the formula and deviating from that. Even if they're like running low on like new ideas for like animated cartoon movies and stuff for Scooby Doo to do, I don't uh-huh. think they would try to like open it for like young adults and like adults. Okay, I think it's always going to be geared for children. I respect that. I respect that. But yeah, I got nothing else. That's all I had. You guys ready to hear some reviews? Yes. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. All right, I got a couple of reviews here. The first one is three stars, and the title is OK Read. This one says, I really enjoyed the first volume, but this one seemed bland in comparison. I do love the idea for the story, though. 
It's a fun thought, chilling in a motel room with friends and futuristic weapons ready to fight for your life at any moment. I plan to continue reading the comic and see where it goes. Yeah, I kind of agree with that one. The novelty wore off in the second volume, I think is what happened. Uh, Now I think they got to start doing shit. I'm more, I mean, I wouldn't say it totally wore off for me because just the scrappy-doo little side semi-issues, those still have me hooked. I still want to see what the fuck happens with scrappy-doo Vereen. Yeah, I was hoping that they would meet scrappy-doo in this volume, but that just never happened. Now that he's got a, a taste for blood... I want to see him take it out on Scooby and uh, Velma. All right. Hopefully it happens. I guess the only other question I have is if you, Donnie, were in a zombie apocalypse, what five people would you take, or four people would you take with you? Oh, geez. I don't know. Uh, I would take uh, everyone in the Scooby-Doo team except Fred. Really? But he's handsome. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'd be missing out on the handsomeness. You're right. Yeah, I guess he is. You know what the hell does he do? That is a that's a fair statement. <laughs> he just on crutches the whole time. He he, he contributed the least Daphne every month. Okay, sexually harasses Daphne. I can't I, I can't not have that. Yeah, you need. Some I'll just have to, to take Fred's you don't position take the heat when you're doing it. Maybe. Well, no, I want to have his position. I just chill in the van and uh, grope Daphne. Try to grope Daphne, and then um, everyone just does shit for me. So yeah, well, I think, yeah, I think that's the position you want. If we're stuck in apocalyptic times, I'm going to steal you an ascot and you have to wear it the whole time during the apocalypse. Yeah, sure. No problem. That's fine. Be the yeah, that guy. poses as a bandana or a mouth guard. Fuck yeah. Yep. Yeah. Look, I, I, lo- I love it because you say no problem now, but if there's a situation where we're all stuck in a building and it's the apocalypse and you have to wear this ascot, you're going to get so pissed off that you you have to wear this ascot every day. No way, man. Yeah. I'll be styling. That's fashion, man. I'll be the most stylish looking dude in the entire apocalypse. You can wear it over your face. Wear it over your face and you rob people. Did you guys notice that he was wearing like blue gloves the entire time? Does he always wear blue gloves? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't don't know. That's a good question. He might have had blue like uh, lining on his shirt or something. Anyway, I got one more review. This one's short. Okay. Uh, It's three stars. I all right. And that's, that's the title. And the review goes, I slept a few dot, dot, dot. And that's it. So I guess what he's saying is this put him asleep. So Hmm. there you go. Okay. That's that's beautiful. He should, uh, (laughs) I like that one. He should. It was three stores. So maybe like he got a good night rest sleep because he was so enthralled by the story. Yeah. Because otherwise he would have slept a lot, right? He would have slept many. That's true. He would have slept a lot or yeah, he would have slept many. Or maybe he was like, he's like, I'm going to do a three star, three word review. Titled "I All Right." There's three words, three, three right there, and he just kept going with it. Right, nailed it. <laughs> yep. So anyway, that's Scooby Doo Apocalypse Volume Two. Speaking of uh, second volumes, face Yeah, there you go. Gideon Falls Volume Two. Such a good book. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ralph. What do you think of this one? What was your favorite part? I thought it was yeah, a rise for the. Part? <laughs> well, you know, it's just so hard to put into words uh, what my favorite part was. I thought All in All was a great book for the ages, a great read. And, you know, the issue is just, all in all, I'd have to give it a well-balanced. There wasn't a part that it did not keep me interested. I mean, what about you guys? What did you guys think? <laughs> smooth. So smooth. Yeah, nice. 
All right. What'd you think, Dave? What do you, what do you, how'd you like this book? I liked it. Um, towards like the end of it, it became like a giant, like mind fuck. Oh yeah. With the weird like door and how they just, uh, transported places and like the way they wrote and like illustrated that in the actual book where it was like a giant, like helix strand where like mm-hmm. each strand of the helix particle was a different panel of words and shit. And you had to read it in that weird ass fucking way. I hated that, except I read it through the library's website, which if I just hit like next, it'll automatically take me to the correct panel. So it was a freeze for me to read. But man, if I was reading that on the website that you were probably using, that would have driven me nuts. It wasn't that bad because it was just like double pages, you know, so you you can see the symmetry just right next to each other. So it's pretty clear when you read it. It really wasn't that bad. I actually liked that part a lot. I thought it was interesting seeing like the two dimensions side side by side like coming to that realization that the priest and uh norton like are in completely different dimensions or whatever it is yeah yeah i almost wore my pants when i found that out i was like oh god (laughs) i bet right (laughs) i enjoyed that part a lot i'm kind of interested now and i think when we first read this i was just sort of a little bit into it but now i think i'm i'm all in i would i would read more of this yeah yeah Definitely left like a lot more. I want to see how it plays out. It was uh, it was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed that. A couple of notes I had about this was uh, the I probably talked about this in the when we talked about this before, but I like how the priest was uh, moved from parish to parish. He mentioned that, so he's got to be banging kids, right? Not for raping. He he explains why it was because he fell in love with a girl who was oh, married yeah. or something. Just raping women, not children, so it's all right. She hung herself. Oh, yeah, that's right. She hung herself. Yeah. I don't get that wordplay you're going for there. Well, maybe he hung her. I assume the husband hung her. I mean, the husband probably found out and just killed her and made it look like a suicide. That was my first guess. Gotta be foul play somewhere. Oh, it's the smiling man. Oh, yeah, true. I like the rapey bus driver too, like leading young Danny away. A lot of rapey characters in this show. Fuck, in so this comic weird. book. So, when they do that whole like mind fuck part where they're both inside of the weird barn door dimension or whatever it is, mm-hmm. the, the smiling man, he starts ripping himself apart and becomes like a giant like Spider Man person thing, creature. Mm-hmm. And when he's doing that, like there's this one panel where it's just like his eyes and his smiling face. And it reminds me of the mouth of uh, Aaron's Titan from Attack on Titan. Because I just like watched through all that shit like a month ago or a couple weeks ago. So it's fresh oh, okay. in my mind. But it really looked a lot like Aaron's Titan. Well, yeah, it's just like a smiling face on a black background. <laughs> I guess yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Oh, we mentioned this already, but yeah, the, a lot of these, a lot of the imagery hits close to home here because there's a Chinese doctor and the main character wears a face mask all the time because he's rooting through garbage looking for pieces of this magic barn uh, to Angie. put back together. Yeah. What we thought his name was Morton, we thought his name was Morton, but it turns out he's actually Danny. Yeah, he came from another dimension and he just was plopped into the opposite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Plus the single, all right, so anyone, whatever, whatever uh, your sexual orientation, if you ever want to hit on a dude, use this line, whisper it in their ear, you will be fucking fact. 
it's time. Become my doorway, boy. Boom. What? How hard are your dicks right now, guys? Right? Super hard. I'm wet. Yeah. You want to fuck some dudes? Whisper that to them. Fact. No, you just, just look at them and go, give me that hole, boy. Was what you say. And then they either call the police or just surrender immediately. Well, that wasn't in any of these books, so that's why I, I went with this one. Remember reading that part? And you were like, hey, what a great pickup oh, line. Oh, yeah. Me, right? Oh, that was a smooth pickup line. line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking right. I think it would work. Try it out. Let's I see mean, how it goes. Yeah, I, I'll try it this week. Or wait, when I'm... Yeah, I was going to say somewhere when I'm out in public, but I can't go out. Also, as soon as, the, yeah, as soon as the virus is over, we should definitely get footage of us doing random things in in the in the wild maybe we go to a bar maybe if everybody's nice we go to a gay bar and we just watch these two dance among the masses while we, while we take shots i mean we'll do that for free we've done that for yeah. free yeah I mean, more, we need more yeah. video exposure for public fun. yeah because if we get out there then they'll be like oh what are you guys doing be like oh just filming for the podcast don't worry about it be on be beyond this and then bam <laughs> People See, be like, oh, I'm going to listen to this podcast I, I was on for 10 seconds. The world is going to be extra fucking weird when this quarantine runs out. Because you're going to have people like doing this kind of shit. Because they forget how to like socially interact and shit. Because we haven't, oh. we're out of practice. It's going to be fucking oh, I'm excited. weird. Yeah, I'm excited. You know what's going to be? <laughs> yes. Listen, girls like a confident guy. Just, of, just you guys of average confidence approaching a lady. Because you're not like a virus weird, weirded out like everybody else. Dave, you're gonna get laid left and right. They're like, he actually approached me and said words. Done oh, deal. No. <laughs> his dick was out of his pants the entire time. Yeah, it uh, wouldn't I even forgot, matter. I forgot that that's not socially acceptable. Yeah, so I was quarantined, and it was yeah, acceptable it was, here. Nothing rapey. Like, he just to, forgot. Yeah, she's like, I tried I to tell him. My, <laughs> she's like, I tried to send him a video chat. He just came over to my house. Fucking amazing. Oh my god, what bravery! You know, just like stupid shit like that. I mean, yeah. I've only done that twice so far since quarantine. I have, I had my friend Nick over to drop off the computer, and I went Mother's Day shopping at seven in the morning because I felt like the odds of me getting anything the earlier it is and the less people that are out are lower. So I left at seven in the morning, took four hours to do the shopping, and got back by ten. So that was that was the most I've been out of this house ever possibly the earlier the better is one of my theory is i mean if i get yeah, if i true. get something I'll, true. yeah if i be if i get something whether it's a cold or not i will videotape my moments here at giraffes have black tongues just in case it's, it's the virus so if i don't have the virus and it's just a cold you guys can make fun of how much of a pussy i was but if it's the real deal then you guys get to hear my last thoughts on giraffes have black tongues so hopefully none of that happens it's a win-win for everyone yeah. Yeah, ratings no matter turn. what. This took a real dark turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like stuffing out a puppy dog dark. Oh yeah. shit! I don't. It's not that dark. <laughs> it Rob sucks Rob's being dying thoughts. <laughs> yeah, it sucks being a fat man during a respiratory virus. Okay, it's, just, it's not the combo is not great. Yeah, the one thing that can kill me besides an incline of steps. Anything else about Gideon Falls you have, Dave, or Ralph? I, I really didn't have a lot of notes on it. Like, it's a good read. It, it's a quick, good, solid read. 
And like you were saying, yeah, I'm, I'm back in on it. I put it on the background right. for a while and kind of forgot about it until I just saw a reminder uh, the other week when I picked it. But yeah, I, I want to get back into reading this one again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I recommend it. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I mean this this volume. It's like setup. First volume, we're introduced to everything. We're kind of getting the setup. It, that was all right. But this one, where they're transitioning into what they're actually going for. So it just took them this long to like actually really get into it. So listen to our last episode about volume one. You'll hear more about what this is. But for now, I mean, it's getting good. I think it's going to be worth the worth the read. You guys ready to hear reviews? You know it, Kirk. Yes. All right. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. This one is also three stars, and the title is, I either miss something or it's sloppy writing. I love volume one, but in that volume, a character was killed. This character was bald, and but their displayed dead body (laughs) had hair. Uh, So that's a weird sentence. They had and and but in there right next to each other. So that confused me. Uh, And that sentence also confused me. (laughs) Then in volume two. This killed-off character is alive and well, and in the hospital, chatting with another character. Nothing about this has been talked about, so I am wondering if I missed something, or if this was sloppy writing. So what do you think, Dave? Did he did he miss something, or was it who, sloppy writing? I don't fucking... Dude, I don't remember who was killed. It was like okay. seven years ago that we read yeah, this. Yeah, I don't remember time. either. There are other bald people, right? Like there's yeah, more than right. one bald person. Like I mean, I mean, one of the two doctors that went, or one of the two aides that went with the doctor, were bald, and so was the doctor himself. So I mean, I don't fucking know which random bald character you're talking about. You're yeah, talking I know. about like the uh, the the farmer guy. I'm not the sure guy. what the fuck he's talking about. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think that farmer was bald. Okay. So he had a heart attack in this one, but he's not dead yet. He's just in critical condition. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. Ask I don't know that. The, yeah, I should. I'll leave, I'll leave Check him the message. Archives. Yeah, see our episode, whatever the fuck that episode was about volume one, and you'll you'll have your answer. Uh, fucking. We clearly addressed every random person in the background that gets killed. This guy's name is yeah. Atticus Prime. Atticus I like Prime. That name. That's for you. I like that name. Though. Yeah, yeah. So we got one more set of comics yep. here to talk about. Uh, what are we? How are we transitioning into this? Hmm. Outer space. Oh. Yeah. All right, outer space air horn. Josie and the Pussycats in space. So I guess also speaking of uh, old cartoons getting weird comic book series. What would you guys think of this book? Well, I'll tell you. In all my years dealing with these Scooby-Doo characters, Josie and the Pussycats in space had a little bit of everything. They were in space. It's fantastic. That's true. I like that they were in space. It reminds me of uh, what was Chris's like saying about how nothing's good until it goes to space or whatever the fuck that was. Oh, horror movies! Horror movies oh, are not good. Not Shout out Crystal until you've been to space. Horror yeah. movies and comics about like rock bands as well. <laughs> yeah, it applies. I think so. Jason X is one of the best stories ever told. He was in space. He was, he was. Um, all right, so this is about Josie and the Pussycats, because they're so popular, their band is so well-liked, that they're now touring intergalactically, and they are just going from planet to planet, doing a tour. And then sci-fi shit happens, and the 
they have a problem now with aliens on the ship taking over people. So yeah, I guess this is, this is quite similar to Scooby Apocalypse. There, there's a theme this episode, except that they're you know they're in space this time, so it's better. I mean, Dave, you're not very enthusiastic about the events that went on. I mean, it was okay. I I didn't hate <laughs> it. It was okay. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was fine. I I enjoyed it uh, enough. I didn't have many notes about this either. It's just very straightforward story. I had a note about uh, Captain Mayberry. They all wanted his dick because he's a handsome dude. I, I like that part. Yeah. See, this is why you need a Fred Jones on your team, man. Oh, yeah. He is the Fred, isn't he? Because you're going to get his like leftovers or whoever like feels hurt by him not fucking them. Yeah. His scraps. He does for, for something. Yeah. Right. We'll settle for you. Yeah, that's true. I also liked that there were tentacle aliens. That was pretty cool. I mean, everyone likes a tentacle alien. Not. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. That's what y'all that's what you want in all your porn. It also throated someone, so that was also great. <laughs> oh yeah, Dave, you were talking about Resident Evil 3, how you're playing that. You gotta play the main game because there is some tentacle throating that goes on. So you're oh, you're shit. you know, spoiler alert, but it's pretty good, man. Can't wait. Yeah. Oh, tentacle porn is what you need, I got your back. That's oh, fuck. <laughs> nice. I know this girl that used to work at Taco Bell with me in my youth. I know her nowadays, but she's a pretty. She's single. Hook you up, Dave. She's a good-looking yeah, girl, but she's really, really into tentacle porn. I remember oh, nice. training her, and I we would chat, and there were all the time she would just send me tentacle porn. She was like, "Look at this," or "Check this out." I'm like, "I'm like, I," because I never knew what it was. And then she would get it, and I'm like, I, I respect the tentacle monster. I was like, I don't personally get it, but I respect what he does, which is rape, I guess. I don't know what he, I don't know what his real job is. It's just binding. He binds. He binds. So, Fair enough. Likes to be bound. So you guys could talk about that all day if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, that's my end right there. There you go. I got you. Let's just start a new podcast about tentacle porn. Okay. I have one of the guests in like three yeah, seconds. we'll bring that She'd in. She'd be the expert. They even have a line of tentacle monster toys now that I showed Dave a long time ago oh that my. come with eggs. So there are tubes that you put in your mouth and these gels, okay? And you put the egg in the gel and then you put the egg in any of your orifices and squeeze and the egg gets inserted into you like it's laying an egg in you. And then the egg dissolves by itself. Whoa, then you're impregnated. I guess. Damn. Interesting. Yeah. People are paying top dollar for that. All right, so people who are into that will definitely enjoy this comic book then. So you got a little bit of tentacle stuff here. All right, what else do we have here? Uh, There was like a space marine that had a cat in her spaceship and stuff. I like that. I think that's a cool, cool thing to do. The cat could like sense who's human or not, too. So... It's a very useful cat. They randomly make a Tatooine reference. It apparently played on their their last like inner space intergalactic tour. That was weird. They're shouting out Marvel Comics. Oh yeah, this is a what is this? Is this what is Archie this DC Comics? Archie? That's right. So yeah, I mean, in Archie Comics, can they mention that? I mean, you have to be part of Disney to be in that universe. I mean, you can. Shut up, whoever you want. It's just not going to stay in with your properties, so it's weird. Yeah, that's true. Also, I sent a link to the technical stuff that you're asking. Not the porn, but the toys. Okay. 
some lady reviews them and shows you how they work. I need to set this up on an incognito window. <laughs> Can't have your lady walk by and she's like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. All it takes is your girl, girlfriend walking by on one weird thing for her to think you're into it and you never hear the end of it or she starts buying tentacle stuff. <laughs> hmm, interesting. You'd be so lucky. Yeah. All right, what, what else do we have about Josie in space? Uh, do, you, do you have so, anything else uh, about that? The first tour was supporting the Archies. I, I didn't know Archie had a band in his comic. We watched that one show. Did he play a band on that? Uh, Riverdale. He was trying yeah. to like. He was trying to work on his music career in high school. He was oh. like, I got to focus on my music. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's why he was banging the art teacher because she was going to help him or some shit. Yeah, 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 exactly. And what an awesome later, show. He's in space working on his music, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you must get there eventually. He's got. He makes it. This is the future. And obviously. Then, uh, the only other note I had is Mel, who's supposed to be like the team idiot. Mm-hmm. She somehow knows the word assimilate. She goes off like sort of similar, like a Silent Bob type character, where they're playing dumb or silent for the entire like comic, and then at the very end they just have one like whole page devoted to them, where she busts out like all this like smart scientific like knowledge that she actually has. That was weird. Yeah, she kept having panic attacks the whole time, and like they're like, okay, don't you know, calm down. They have to like calm her down and shit. Yeah, tell me three things you see. Right, right. Who's your favorite pussycat as we're getting into this? I mean, Josie, she's the lead yeah. singer. I didn't realize she was a redhead, though. Oh, yeah. I always yeah. picture the, uh, the, what's that girl's name? Rachel Lee Cook, the one from the movie. I always picture her. I always remember the cartoon. She had very red hair in the cartoon. Oh, I always picture a lot of action. Okay, okay. But but yeah, I think Josie. I I, I didn't particularly care for Mel, Melody or what was her name? Yeah, Melody, Melody or Valerie. Valerie. Yeah, I didn't really care for them that much. Valerie was the brains of the team. Was Melody the blonde? I'm assuming. Melody was, was blonde. Mel. Yeah. Yeah. Melody was Bay. black. True Bay. Yeah. But yeah, Josie had a good balance, I think, between those two extreme personalities. Um. So. Yeah, I think Josie's definitely the like. That's why it's Josie and the Pussycats, right? Like she's a yeah. But at least they kept referring to them as just the Pussycats. I didn't realize that Josie was just like the name of the comic book, not the name of the band. It's so. Oh. Yeah, I guess you're right. Hmm. Well, learned something new here about Josie and the Pussycats. I also kind of liked the twist at the end. I mean, it kind of had like a they they took like a dark turn at the end, which I liked. The captain that everyone. You know, they all wanted his dick. Uh, he was Alan Hot Pants. Right. It turns out that he was an alien, and then he infected Melody, and then they that's kind of where they end the story. So I thought that was a fun way to end it. Infected air quotes. Yeah, they penetrated with his tentacle. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess they could continue it if they really want to. I mean, would you read more of this? I would. My choice. Okay, for the show, maybe. Sure. Then if yeah. if I'm forced to, sure. Okay, all right. Same here with most things. But that's all the notes I had. Did you have anything else? Nope. Okay. So let's hear some reviews. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! All right. So I just had one review. It's five stars. 
and the title is A Complete Series? Question mark. The band is back together, heart emoji. The aliens should be less blobby, bringing the series together as one book, not quite seamless as it could be. Uh, much like that sentence there. Still a good <laughs> production. The artist needs a little more practice? Question mark. And uh, that was the review. That's a very, very strange <laughs> review. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I, I wonder how that reviewer's, co- his comic is going. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, asshole, like what? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, and yeah, you can tell he's a pro of the comic book arts because he quotes his style as the monster should be less blobby. Because yeah. when you talk about artist rendering, they go, oh yeah, blobby up this monster a little bit. Yeah, this monster's not blobby enough. Not blobby yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah, that guy needs more practice writing for sure. There's a ton of yeah. uh, punctuation mistakes and shit. And the yeah. fuck? It was a really weird review. That was the only one, though, but I'm glad it was that one. So that's it for Josie and the Pussycats in Space. Speaking of blobby monsters. <laughs> oh, wait, was that one of the two we watched or no? Uh, oh. It might have been. Never mind. My fault. Oh. Well, I watched an episode that Bobby Monsters, so there. Fuck. <laughs> so we watched The Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, episodes five and six, which was just the Captain America and Ant Man origin story. I mean, I get why people would like the show. The animation's cool, the art style's really nice, and I understand that this is probably not the best episode to start on, but. Fuck no, it's Captain America. It's automatically garbage. Yeah, I was fighting to stay awake during that fucking origin story. Do we really need, like, ten episodes of origin stories? So can't we just, like... Eh, when when did this come out, actually? I should have looked that up. 2010. Hmm. Oh, wow. So, this would be post-first Captain America movie, right? Yeah. Let me see when that came out. 2011, so it's right before... Okay, okay. So, that was still when superhero movies were coming out and becoming huge. So I guess I can forgive it for that, but now I don't care. I think you got to skip to wherever they team up, wherever the fuck that is. Uh, the real episode where they do that. Okay. But that's what I saw. They have a cool theme. I like their theme. There's like some some power chords in there. Uh, and yeah, it was like some like screamo metal. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And in that Captain America episode, the highlight to me was when a soldier tried to knock Captain America out with the butt of his gun, and it just, like, did just nothing. He's just immune to pistol whips, apparently. He just, like, gives him a shitty look. They, like, hit him. He's just like, hmm, you shouldn't have done that. HGH makes you immune to pistol whips. Yeah, apparently it does. Yeah. So, yeah, that checks Captain out. Captain America and every baseball player ever, they'll tell you. Right. And then, in the Hank Pym episode... I like that Hank Pym is collecting bugs like he's in Animal Crossing. That was pretty cool. That's that's where they got the idea from, was Hank Pym. In this okay. Cartoon. Yeah, let's start a bug museum. Little known fact. Right? Yeah. And then there was a Whirlwind, the, the bad guy in that episode, the villain. He looks like a Mega Man villain, which is pretty cool. Like, I, I could see him being like Wind Man or something. Well, not Wind Man, because he looks different, but like Whirlwind Man. They later find out he's a mutant. Really? Oh. Yeah. You don't say. No anti-mutant, like, bigotry toward him, though, because he's a bad guy. Oh, so you can, you can call him a mutie, and it's fine. 
He's not one of the good well, ones. I mean, luckily, Hank Pym has more class than that, so he doesn't sink to that level. Okay. Good for him. Dude, yeah, he's taking the higher road. Yeah. Class act that, Hank Pym. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I also liked Man-Ape. I think Man-Ape, at the end, they had uh, Black Panther origin here. They had Black Panther's dad fighting Man-Ape. So I really like that. Man-Ape is cool. He's just some big-ass big ass dude wearing a monkey outfit. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah. And that's all the notes I had about that, actually. I mean, I'll, I'll leave the rest to you guys. I, I thought that the show was... Uh, I mean, it's made for kids, I know, but it wasn't wasn't hooking me. I didn't remember that T'Chaka was on the show at all. I remember Black Panther because Black Panther joins the team very shortly after this episode that we watched. But I don't remember the actual like Black Panther origin episode at all. Forgot they threw that in there. But like the very next episode, which I accidentally watched, he shows up just in the nick of time to save Cap and Wasp when they're getting attacked inside Avengers Mansion. And then they're like, oh, we could use someone like you. Want to join? And he's like, sure. Of course. My favorite part of this entire series is depending on what characters from the cast it's about. Like at the very end of that story where or the theme song where there's like together yeah. we will stand or whatever. And they show the Avengers and they like fade them out into a shadow background as it enters into the, the Avengers title. Depending on what characters with the team on that episode, it's only going to show those characters. Yeah, I noticed that too. That was uh, interesting. I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Love that part of that. Yeah, I mean, I do really like the art style, like the, the scene where Captain America is fighting the uh, the Norse uh, creatures that Red Skull summoned. He's like, oh shit, you know, I'm here. Here's the Rainbow Bridge. And they keep like flashing different colors. I, I think that was a cool style that they had. Now, let me ask you, did you, did you genuinely enjoy it? Is it something you'd watch again? Or is it not your cup of tea? Not really. I, it didn't... I, I just watched the origin stories, though, because that was the episodes we said we were going to watch, so I didn't yeah. continue on my own. But I might like it better if when, once they actually get into some of their more original material, I guess. It's really... It gets good. If you have the time, if you have the patience, it is it is a ride. I will put yeah. it that way. All right. But that's up to you. It's all your time is yeah, how you it make it. Yeah, it is up to so. me. Right. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, what, what do I know about time? I literally have been sitting here playing Pokemon Stadium 2 for like the last three days. There's no rhyme or reason. I've just been doing it. Yeah, sure. Uh, so what, what do you think about this show? Tell, what, what are your thoughts, Ralph? You know, I uh, obviously I'm not as powerful in the art of Marvel and or DC like our guru Dave Stewart, but I do know a decent amount about Marvel. I think it was one of the best things they've ever done uh, animation-wise. I think the storyline, once you get into it, is very good. If I had to rate it as far as like stuff they've produced, I'd give it like an 8 easily. Easily an 8. Uh, if it was a letter grade, it would be like a B plus. Okay, that's just me. I mean, uh, Dave. I mean, let's get let's get the pro opinion here. I mean, what do you think about the series in general? Yeah, I mean, like all time as far as animated series featuring Marvel characters, I rate it third. Okay, that's high. The original X Men animated series, and then the Wolverine and the X Men. 
Was that good, Wolverine? I've never seen it. I loved it. The only thing is, it's, it happened right when uh, uh, Evolution bought the rights to X-Men, and it was originally made by Disney Animated Studios, so it only lasted one season. It's uh, like a full 22-episode season, so it's it's got plenty of episodes. It's just they never got a second season. They were building up to shit, and it was an awesome storyline. You never got to see how it played out. Speaking of uh, finishing stuff up, are you guys a Star Wars fan? Because the new Clone Wars is fantastic. If you haven't had a chance yet, no, no. really good. Yeah, never watched the Clone Wars. Not big on Star Wars though, in general. Oh, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. Fucking love Star Wars. Well, yeah. So I guess you guys would recommend Avengers then. Oh, of course. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Like. Once you get past the shitty intro episodes and they actually have the team and shit, like there's so many like awesome random cameos. Like I think Ralph was talking about them like two weeks ago when we were pitching this show for you to check out. Yeah. The Wolverine thing, like all the Fantastic Four appear, the Heroes for Hire. Like there's a shitload of awesome cameos just all throughout the show. And so now I know you don't know it's awesome. Yeah, I know you don't know a ton about uh the thing in Hulk's relationship, but they do not get along at all. Yeah, they have they disagree about whose catchphrase is better, right? Um, I think yeah. it's just yeah. <laughs> it, it becomes so much more than that. Like the thing, because you think about what the thing is, and you know, the Hulk was originally made in the Fantastic Four's universe. You know, when Stanley originally made it, it was like a side. It was like a side thing, and it was actually gray. Fun fact, and he couldn't get the grays right on his comic book. So eventually, he just said, fuck it, and made him green. Well, little, little fun fact for you guys out there. So it's supposed to be like a little side thing, and it became really big. Um, the thing, you know, he's technically like a Rick version of the Hulk, if you want to be. You know, he's obviously not as strong, but he's this wisecracking guy from, I'm assuming, Jersey. I don't know where he's from exactly. Yancy Maybe Street. he's a New Yorker. Yancy Street. Yeah. Yeah. Yancy Street. Yeah, okay. Yancy Street. In New York. And, you know, the Hulk's just this big, dumb thing. And he just doesn't like the thing because he's another big dumb thing, and the thing doesn't like him because he's this fucking green weirdo. So it's hilarious, their relationship. They just do not get along whatsoever. In this series, it actually really shows that, and it's it's fantastic. Yeah, the thing is a great character. Mm-hmm. They, I think the thing doesn't get enough time in anything. Me anything too. he does. Need more he of the thing. Too much time, goddammit. <laughs> Well, there was that shitty show a long time ago where it was uh, that kid who had the thing belt, and he would be like, thing, do your thing, and he would transform into the thing. It was an old cartoon. Yeah, Yeah. oh, it was an old-ass cartoon. Maybe I could pull it up along with this alien porn here. Hold on, let me do my wizardry for you guys. I'm so afraid to type this in. It was a a a, a spinoff. It was a kid who had a belt, and he would say a word, and hit the belt, and the belt would turn him into the thing. He even makes a shitty joke. I love it. And it's ring. It's not belt. It's a ring. It's the thing ring. Thing ring, do your thing! I'm gonna go for a new track record! <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
pal. All right. So what did you think of that spinoff there? I'm in. I would I would watch the fuck out of that. <laughs> I don't know what made me remember that. I used to watch a lot of Boomerang as a child, and I was like, "Fuck, this was a thing." Haha, <laughs> thing. Yeah, thing. Yeah. Dave, what do you think He's, of that? I don't think Dave's back yet. He's gonna oh, hate he it. Oh, already. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't wait to hear his reaction. Actually, <laughs> he's gonna be like, "What kind of bullshit?" I don't know what made them decide to go that direction. I don't know what they were just like, oh, we could sell this at cereal boxes, thing rings, and kids could be like the thing, you know, because everything, you know, they did back in the day is marketable for children, you know, if it yeah, could make a cereal, yeah. you didn't want to do it, yeah, so. Well, I need to buy one. I just want the ring. I need it. Mary's like, Ralph, did you take the trash in? I'll be like, thing ring, do your thing, and nothing will happen, and then I'll just have to take the trash in anyway. <laughs> Hello? Hey, there you are. So, I sent, I already sent uh, Donnie that. I sent it in the general chat. I wanted your opinion about that 30 second clip. I I like that the rocks just like fly into him and like yeah. kind of glue themselves to his body, which is not That's at awesome. all how the thing is uh, made or works. It is now. <laughs> the thing ring, dude, the power of the thing ring. Oh shit. That train got super close to that randomly inconveniently parked uh, gasoline truck right there at the end of the train track. That shit was from 1977? Yep. Damn. So mm -hmm. how do you like that? I know you hate the thing, but I also know that you love trains. I do love trains, so I'm torn here. <laughs> like, the train was awesome. The thing was the thing, so that's my answer. Pretty neutral, though. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, trains, fuck the thing. All right. Although the thing ring, I like the the rhyme scheme. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. That does redeem this a little bit. Right. Well, all right. Do you guys have anything else about Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes? Because I don't. Great show. Everyone watch it. Yes, watch it because it's amazing. All right. So for next week, I think that we should watch Star Girl. Two because weeks. that is. All right. Shit. Yeah. In two weeks. Uh, we gotta watch Stargirl. Is that on the... Wait, is that just on the DC streaming service? It is. Okay. So I, oh, will, I will put it on uh, Dropbox. I'll download it from DC streaming service and put it on Dropbox. Uh, and we'll all watch that. You hate Stargirl. I'm surprised you picked her show. It's a new show coming out for comic books that fits in perfectly. And I yeah, want to but... check in with that Stargirl podcast. That uh, oh, sounded shit. really awful when I checked in a long oh, time okay. ago. Is it our dude? We haven't checked into uh, DC TV podcast in a really long time, and I'm really excited. What's, we what's that, that dude's name? Our, our favorite guy, Andy. Andy, our future guest, Andy. Yeah, Andy B. Yeah, Andy. Oh, oh yeah. Open invitation, Andy B. Fuck yeah. Uh, Ralph is a really awesome podcast network called DC TV podcasts. You got to listen to all of them. They're they're amazing. It's excellent quality. Just an amazing conversation. You got to check need it something out. It's in, awesome. I need something in between the adventure zone anyway, so that's fine. Andy B and Corey and Jess. Oh whole yeah. Crew. Yeah. The Batwoman podcast was amazing. Uh the yeah. Swamp Thing podcast the was also thing amazing. Was a, a hidden gem. Oh yeah. It's great. Oh yeah, the Supergirl one, they were using uh soundboard and shit. That was awesome. That was the best one, the Supergirl podcast.
Buzz so after, you later. That's hey so, guys, no, after, no, no, no. That's hey after Buzz TV. That's after Buzz TV. Well, that was You're a great one, too. Up. Fuck it. It was. It was good. All right. So I also wanted to let you know there are some uh, hype things happening. I'm going to have Jess hop on after the show, and I'm going to show you guys how to use the Jack game system so we can play trivia and board games whenever we get fucking bored. She's going to teach you guys go how to like do it. Netflix watch party thing? But it's yeah. going to be way easier. It's going to be actually <laughs> easy. We don't need... You don't need Netflix or anything, so I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna pick her brain about that and be like, "Hey, how do I do this?" And then I'm gonna hop back in here and te- or she's gonna teach you, and then we're gonna we're gonna try a a random game of uh something just so we can just so we can all be on the same page. That that makes great extra Patreon content right there. Yeah, I for thousands that's... and thousands of subscribers, which you could become one of by going to Giraffe's HPT Pod. Dot patreon.com or patreon.com slash that church. Oh, perfect. There you go. I'm going to have to grab that sound bite. Even if we're just bored one night, we want something to do. Honestly, it's not just, not everything has to be podcast related. I mean, what if we're just like sitting around and I'm like, who wants to play this? We just hop in here. I've All recorded right. every single conversation you and I have ever had for podcast use or potential <laughs> podcast enough. use. Speaking of things we're going to do in the future. What do you guys want to read Whoa. for our next comics book? Yeah, thank you. What do you want to read for our next comic book episode? Gravity Falls Lost Legends. Did we read Gravity Falls before? We read Gideon Falls. That's where Gravity Falls was a thing, too. Well, I know. I remember that. All right. Gravity Falls. Lost Legends. Okay, okay. Cool. Ralph, did you have anything? Let's see. There's not too many, I mean, I don't know, there's a lot of, I know you guys aren't huge Star Wars fans, but they didn't come out with a Darth Vader comic book series that's fucking brutal. Okay. Um, it's really, really good, but uh, that's up to you guys, basically. It starts off right after the third Star Wars, and it's how he got his red lightsaber, all the murdering in between, and all the craziness. If you want to pick a Star Wars book, go for it, man. We all got yeah. we all get to pick one thing. So all right, let me do my research, and I will pick a, a, a one that you guys I think will really dig. Well, while you're doing that, then I want to read the Amazing Mary Jane Volume One. The subtitle for that one is called "Down in Flames, Up in Smoke." So I imagine this comic's going to be fucking terrible. So have fun with all oh, that. Shit, it's going to be a giant like four issue long <laughs> joke propaganda. Yeah, oh, maybe. Yeah. So that should be. Fun. I figured, you know, we'll have a strong independent woman theme for my picks, at least. Uh, Star Girl and Mary Jane. The strongest, most independent women. Good old Mary Jane. Oh, yeah. Does Gravity Falls have a strong independent woman in it, Dave? I don't even think Mary Jane's Maybe. strong and independent because, like, when she was done dating Peter Parker, who, by the way, had mad pull. Up at the uh, what's the what's the press the place he does his Daily reporting? Daily Bugle. Daily Bugle. She did date rich playboy. Fucking uh, God, what is Harry Osborne? So I don't know oh, about yeah. independent. Mary Jane Watson. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> best maybe best gold digger of the, of the century. Was, I did. Yeah, that, that wasn't clear. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. I don't know why they're having a Mary Jane comic now. But we're going to find out why. Well, because we live in a PC society and everybody needs a taste. They just don't know how to make 
like I said, like I was saying earlier, they don't know how to make an original female hero that will sell well. So they're like, oh, we'll take Mary Jane and we'll grab whoa, some that's pepper sexist. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, Ralph. <laughs> I would like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let Ralph for goes to finish. I would like an original superhero woman who had her own backstory instead of piggybacking off of years of original characters. Because like women. Gwen. Yeah, because yeah. women Spider-Gwen. deserve. Women deserve an original character of their own, not a stolen identity. I'm trying to think of a joke to say, like, oh, what about, I want to see this thing that sounds ridiculous, but all of them have already been done. It's like, oh, Lady Hulk, Lady Thor, Lady yep. Wolverine, Jessica Drew. Lady original Deadpool. Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew. Spider-Woman, come on. <laughs> Black Widow. Technically, it's insulting to women, honestly. They're just like, you like Guy Hulk? Here's Lady Hulk. Her name Whatever. is She-Hulk, thank you. Oh, She-Hulk. Fuck, who else is there? Is there Lady Spawn? Oh, I promise. Probably. No, yeah, but that'd probably. be fucking amazing. Her nipples yeah, have chains. she's a woman who's strong. Yeah. Soul chains. Alright, so, Ralph, do you know what you want to read? for? It is going to be episode? something from the Darth Vader, from the Star Wars universe. I don't yeah. know what yet. Maybe I'll make it a surprise. Or maybe no, it'll change we, my mind. We need to. We need to let the audience know. You need we'll to know. Put it, we'll put it in the put, description. Put, put Ralph mystery. Put Ralph mystery box worth a thousand points when you. Yeah, but, but but we need to know too. So you guys will. You guys will All by right. the next day. I just don't know what it is. Oh, okay, currently. okay. Well, it'll be in the description then. Yeah. Yeah. You guys will know at some point. All right then. So in that case, uh, we will. End our show there, so join us next week. Follow me on the internet at Dude the God. Follow me on just typical Facebook. All right, follow me at <laughs> Donnie Ohm. Follow us at Giraffes HPT Pod. Wait a minute here. I think I have this. Okay, here we go. Follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. Follow us at Giraffes HPT Pod. For the music, go to SoundCloud.com slash Daniel Burbank. And find us on Patreon.com slash Jurassic have Black Tongues. Ah, fuck, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, we have to update this. This is bullshit. You have to update it. All right, all right. We got new music now, so go to SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Meyer. Thank you for the song From the Go. And Very, very it. classy stuff. Excellent choice, Donnie. I like it. I think it works. I think it fits us pretty well. Yeah, it's always good to change it up. I feel like just like Aqua Teen, you know, when they did TV show show, that theme song's classy as fuck. I'm like, yeah, we got to do some of that, you know. Yeah, sure, I like it. We got to keep it. We got to keep it different every so often. Let's get Schooly D next time to sing our sing our theme song like he did. For I'm, I'm I'm trying. I'm working out here. I'm trying to get us a real See artist. Your full actually is. Real, yeah, like some real big time something. I'm working on it. Good. Join us in two weeks to read Gravity Falls. Amazing Mary Jane, Volume 1, and some Star Wars book that's in the description. And also remember to watch the first episode of the brand new show from DC TV, Stargirl. Wait, so if it's Volume 1, does that, that implies that there's like more than one volume of this. I know, right? So this, this is going to be great. Series? Apparently, yeah, as far as I know, we're going to find out. We'll find out. Okay. So join us in two weeks for that. And join us next week for a regular episode. See you next week. Later.
Hey guys, Giraffes Have Black Tongues fucking podcast. The ESPN of shitting on other people's hard work, saying cunts a world record setting number of times, and reporting on sports. Da da da, da da da, you're welcome, cunts. Church.